Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his words. So I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining today's episode of Walk With Me. I'm your host, JJ. So good to have everybody here. I really do appreciate all of you who are listening. Uh, there's so many podcasts out there, so much noise going on out there. I just appreciate the fact that it took a few moments to walk with me on this podcast. And since you're hearing this podcast, you are, in fact, now a walker. So I'm so glad to have you along with us for the journey. You're not really following JJ, you're following the Bible. And I know a lot of people say that. I just do appreciate that we are going through the Bible step by step. Uh, also, uh, we will be taking various detours or certain campsites. The reason why we're doing this is because there's so many questions about the Bible and we're getting questions. Um, and if you missed the email the address in order to send your question to by far, here's the email address where feel free to write it down. It's walk with me bible study at gmail.com all in words walk with me bible study at gmail.com no caps nothing like that just straightforward and very simple but again i cannot i cannot stress how much i appreciate you guys listening and sharing i hear people uh, coming to me saying that hey i heard about this podcast this is you some people know me personally and I'm like, yeah this is me but i don't want to really I don't, I'm not really great at advertising. I don't want to feel like I'm bragging, but I do. I'm so humbled. I do appreciate uh, you guys taking a few moments to listen. Quick shout out to our sponsors, uh, Squizzy Creation. She had a, that huge uh, expo of the bazaar uh, over at the local college. They're great. And, and I didn't know, but she sold a lot of um, bracelets that you can uh, take little charms and put on them and... and that was a huge hit. Sold a couple tumblers. And if you'll notice, very soon we're going to be having a logo change because she's designing the logo for us. I really do appreciate her. Also, with our bump music intro and outro, uh, would be True Bars and Lyricists out there in Arizona doing very big, marvelous things in his career. And I'm just thankful that he took a moment to help sponsor the show. Now, let's go ahead and take a walk. Now, this is a special episode of Walk With Me. And the reason why I say this is a special episode is because we're going to take a little bit of time. We're going to, we're going to pause our journey of walking through the Bible um, and you know talk about those concepts as we go through the Bible. But a lot of questions that I have gotten, and I've gotten several along the same lines. So it, instead of responding the same thing over and over to a bunch of emails, um, the more popular questions will be broadcast here on this show. Special broadcast. Now, today's question, or the question that's been coming so often, and I'm not sure where this came from, but I got a question about speaking things into existence. And I understand the premise of the question. Um, at you know, what's the limits of, is there such thing as speaking things into existence? Is there such thing as, as you know, having power to create things 
my awkward conditions with your mom. Let me just say that this seems more like a agnostic doctrine that has sort of crept into the church. And the way it crept into the church is by using Hebrews chapter 1. Where anyone who follows the Bible even on a rudimentary level knows Hebrews chapter 11 is all about faith. general rule on the podcast um, if, if we talk about a scripture it's very important that these scriptures are given in context and as a scripture that's given in context you want to read a couple of verses before, a couple of verses after but you preferably want to read the entire chapter to get the entire picture of what's going on it's very easy to take a scripture out of context and build a doctrine or a sub-doctrine around it and that apparently this is something that has happened uh, with this subject. And to be honest, when I got this question, I was sort of uh, bothered by the question. And not because I was bothered by the, by the fact that the question was asked, but because it actually challenged something that I was sort of believing. That you can speak things into existence because... Hebrews chapter 11 talks about speaking of things that are not as though they were. But the Bible does not say that speaking things that were that were not and then they became. Okay? I'll read it. Hebrews chapter 11. And we're talking about Abraham. Abel was able to do that. 
come unto God must believe that he is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Not speak him. Not speak things into existence. You have to seek God for these things. And you're not speaking this thing into existence. Your faith is merely you being able to petition God for the thing that you're looking for. Now if that's if that's a healing, if that's a spouse, if that's, you know, healing in your marriage, you know, you're, you're not speaking that thing into or out of existence. You're not, you're not putting that quote-unquote negative energy into the universe. That is a paganistic realistic, uh, realization, and, and that could be why some people are having issues with their walk with God. I know, I know preach this thing. We talk about this thing in our churches, but this is not biblically sound. And it took me having, uh, when I got this question, I, I had to pray about it. I said, wow, God, I, I don't really know how to answer this question. And, these, and it was like two or three people that were asking me the question in the email. This is me coming back to you, y'all. Uh, <laughs> instead of me just typing the same thing out and then copying and pasting it and being sort of kind of phoning it in, I wanted to let you know that, yes, this is the answer to the question that you have. So, we're still not talking about Hebrews chapter 11. This is faith. Now, we're down to verse 10. Abraham, when he was called to go out to a place where he should after receiving a inheritance Abraham was called. The faith told him to go. He went. He did not say, Well, God, I demand that my inheritance be given here. By faith, he did something. By faith, he obeyed. By faith, this is action, not necessarily. sorry because at one time I believed this but the Bible does not allow for this and, and here's where we're really going to get down into where Jesus actually deals with this himself Jesus, God, manifesting the flesh does not allow the devil to trick him into doing the same thing that we are telling each other to do where is that JJ? Matthew chapter 4 we're going to start from verse 1. We're going to skip down through some verses. But remember, I want you to read the entire chapter. But we're going to skip through some verses for the sake of time. Then Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. To be tempted of who? The devil. Not to be tempted of the pastor. Not to be tempted of brother and sister so-and-so. But to be tempted of the devil. He had fasted 40 days and 40 nights. He was hungry. At no point 
did Jesus turn around and solve his hunger? He was fasting. As a matter of fact, the first thing the devil said, the first thing the devil said was to say, hey Jesus, you're hungry. Why don't you speak some bread into existence? And, and this being God, this being the almighty God manifest in flesh, could have already done it. God ain't stupid. He could have known. He would have known that he could have just said, poof, there's bread. He didn't have to speak it, say it. Bread would just appear. But what did Jesus say back to him? This is important. It is written that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Jesus did not speak bread into existence. Then, and, and here's where we really get into the nitty-gritty of this, the devil took Jesus and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. But before he did that, he said, you know what, why don't you throw yourself down here and command the angels to lift you up. That, my friend, is speaking things into existence. If I said to you, well, you know what, I need to get from Chicago to New Orleans, and you know what? God's gonna give me. God's gonna give me a car to get there. And then, and all of a sudden, the car comes along. I say, Oh wow, I spoke that into existence. No, that is an absolute lie. What happened was God did give me the car. I did not speak the thing into existence. I was having a faith episode, where I was actually praying to God that God was going to give me a car. I did not speak that into existence. We can sow evil by speaking it into existence. We cannot, we cannot speak God's blessing into existence. Like, for example, if you're in, in, a, in a friendship or a relationship and you're constantly downing the other person, you are speaking the death of that marriage or relationship into existence. That's just how that works. But if, unless God is willing to let that relationship or that uh, friendship fall apart and you guys are not trying to save it, then yeah, you, that's not going to happen. Unless it's the will of God that happen, you're not, you're not making it happen. God is. I know that comes is kind of confusing because it was sort of confusing when I started studying for the question. And I asked God about it. We do not have the power to speak things into existence. We can't. We can't prolong our days. The Bible says we cannot prolong our days. We can't do anything. Now you would think, if we had the power of speaking things into existence, knowing that we are going to die, why would we not speak our immortality into existence, or even just by one more day? That's because we cannot. We cannot speak things into existence fellow walkers cannot do it. It is not it is not in our purview. Because right after that, the Jesus said, right after the devil said, hey, why don't you tell the angels to lift you up so you don't cast your foot against yourself? This is the devil quoting the Bible. Don't let you cast your foot against the stone. Jesus said, it is written, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. 
astonishing thing. But you trying to quote unquote speak things into existence is you tempting God. And it's you getting out of the perfect will of God into what we commonly refer to as permissive will of God. And that's a very, very dangerous place to be in. Very dangerous place. So it's and, and you see it all the time. I've seen it all the time. People speaking things. I'm gonna have a son. I'm gonna have a baby, and I'm I'm gonna get a man. And then all of a sudden, you end up with something that's not true. You have a child, and the child is very badly behaved. The child has a birth defect. You get into a relationship, and the person's abusive. Um, he doesn't respect your Christian belief. You get a job. talking about not being able to speak things into existence does not negate Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11 still exists because all these people did, did things because of faith because they were listening to what God said, not what they said. 
have never asked God to be the father of many nations. Abraham was just living his life, and God came to him with a promise, and Abraham did what he was supposed to do, what he was supposed to do and God fulfilled that promise. Of course, Abraham got out of whack a little bit, and next thing you know, you got Ishmael. Well, he, as soon as he got back, back in the right lane with God, God finished his promise, fulfilled his promise. And that's what we need to be in God's right lane. Understand, folks, I'm, I'm only saying this because this is very important. It's important that the Bible sort of, you know, the Bible delineates it uh, very specifically. Remember, we didn't have the time to go through the whole uh, chapter 4 or all of the Hebrews chapter 1, but I want you to read those two chapters, Matthew chapter 4 and uh, Hebrews chapter 11, and notice the distinct difference. thing is some great universal power. That's just some magic words that, that you're speaking and conjuring up things. It doesn't happen. And then when you, what happens is you fall into this doctrine and then things don't go exactly the way you want them to go. And then you get mad at God. Now I can tell you firsthand, I have been there. Angry at God. Angry at God. I, got, I said, God, I'm speaking this thing into existence. I want this. I want a perfect wife. And you don't mean you don't even realize that you're asking for something that, that's oxymoronic. There's no such thing as a perfect person because a perfect person is in the fact of being a person imperfect. And then now you're mad at God because God didn't give you what you demanded. Who are you to demand some God? You ask God, God, I need, I need to be in your perfect will. And then speaking quote unquote speak this stuff into existence it's a great way to get in trouble folks it's a great way to end up mad at God and that's not a place you and I want to be I've been there done it I, I don't want to be back there again because being mad at God separated from God is a cold lonely place okay um, I, I know I'm out of time already oh my gosh I thought this was going to be a short episode but I love you all Thank you so much for the questions. Again, if you missed the email address, uh, it's walkwithmebiblestudy at gmail.com. Walkwithme at biblestudy at gmail.com. Love y'all. Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got to spread the words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me a reason. Give me a reason.